time. From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what are you hiding back there? I'm all out of focus here, man. A little, a little blurry. Yeah, blurry. Just a little bit. You got something going on in the background that uh, you don't want anybody to see? Oh. That's uh. That's uh, uh, a different uh, start here. So, hey, we're back. We are back. Jasper um, <laughs> was there. He's a little blurry. He might have been dipping into the uh, the sauce before the show. But, uh, Drew, what's happening, my friend? You know, not too much. Just recovering from a long work day. But um excited to be back on here. Well, you're looking rather patriotic tonight. Well, yeah, I didn't know Hulk Hogan was with us tonight. <laughs> hey, brother! <laughs> All right, so hey, what do you got? What do you guys? What do you guys got in your glasses tonight? I don't have anything tonight. I'm. Uh, Damn. I'm not. I'm not drinking anything tonight. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, cheers you guys. Cheers. Hey. Cheers. <laughs> I'll save it for tomorrow. Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, we got a little. Uh, we got a. We got a comment already. And uh, already. Yeah. QB one said he's here. He's just with no voice, and he's got a lot of opinions on what we got to say tonight. Oh so QB one, we hope you're feeling better, my friend. He he also made a comment about the camera at the beginning. He said it looked like I was in the witness protection program. Yeah, he was. Something was uh, being snuffed out. Uh. Jim McMahon. There you go. We got Jim McMahon with us today. Make sure he doesn't poke himself in the eyeball with a fork while he's untying his shoe knot. Well, we're just <laughs> glad he moved from his Buckeye room to his kitchen so we don't have to stain everyone's eyes tonight during the show. <laughs> yeah, nobody's got uh, nobody's to go through that. So uh, so let, let's, let's, let's get down to it. Uh, we got a recap of... Uh, the national championship game. I mean, uh, you know, that's a hot topic. Uh, Georgia obviously started off the game uh, rather slow. I think the first two drives, I think they had a net total of, uh, I think, negative, negative seven yards or zero. Yeah. They were, they were, I mean, at, it took, it, it took them into late into the first quarter before they got their first, first down. Yeah. And, and uh, they, they kind of opened the field up, opened the playbook up a little bit, you know, a uh, uh, huge completion downfield. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, what did you guys think of the game? Well, for me, it was a tale of two halves. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it seemed like both teams were, uh, hitting big plays downfield and then the defense just shut the door. Uh, Alabama had a lot of opportunity to, to, you know, put a good lead on Georgia early on in the game. And they just they just could not break into the end zone there, settling for field goals. But for me, it was just the defense just you know stepping up on both sides of the ball. Just the, the speed it, it was impressive. When when Jamison Williams went down for Alabama, you know when you already you were already down. What's his name? Michi. 
Mechie. Mechie, yeah. And then Williams went down and tore his ACL. So, I mean, that's that takes out a lot of your offense right there. You look at, you know, the next man up, and they playing guys that didn't have a lot of action in the regular season, uh, relying on them. Their tight end, Latu, who I, I don't think they used him enough. Um, but, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that Georgia's front defense was just eating up uh, Alabama's offensive line, just like they did to Michigan. And um, Bryce Young just didn't have didn't have the time to make the good reads. I mean, he, he was making good decisions in the first three quarters. But then into that fourth quarter, it just – I think the lack of – on the field uh, with with the two big injuries uh, really hindered them and 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 Georgia was they were hungry they were just out to prove that they were the better team and and well, Georgia's, it, it a, Georgia's defense lived up to the hype all I mean their hype all year in one game I mean they've been like defense oriented all year you know so well the question going into the first first uh, game against them was they hadn't really played anybody with the speed and, and talent that um, Alabama showed. And, you know, and they got walked off the field. And then against Michigan, I mean, it was, you know, it was an amateur show for Michigan. And and they, they just came into this game with a whole new mindset that, you know, that first game didn't matter. And, and, and they look like a different team. And once uh, – Stetson Bennett got going. He he kind of got into a rhythm and and he hit some big plays downfield and and next thing you know their running game is starting to show up a little bit and I, oh, yeah. they made they made Nick Saban like adjustments in that halftime and and it definitely showed that Kirby Smart uh, was you know he was on the sideline with with Saban for many years so he he showed you know what he's learned from Saban through the many years and 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 came out just with a different different mindset in that second half. Yeah. I, and it was kind of, I mean, you know, my feelings on both, both teams itself, you know, you, it's almost like uh, QB one had at the best is for him. It was Satan playing the devil and the devil won. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of either coaches and, you know, I, I'm glad to see that it, it was, uh, you know, Alabama that had, had taken the loss. Um, and when you look at it after the game, uh, you know, once the season was over for those two respective teams, um, you know, dominoes started falling out and, and not the players, you know, they had seven, uh, they had seven years to the portal, uh, Alabama did, uh, you got coaches that are leaving. Uh, I think Georgia had. Uh, two that had entered two. the portal after the game, but you know, it, it wasn't like they were the uh, you know the you know court you know QB one or they weren't the you know running back one or like that. But still, it's depth players that they have um, yeah. that are like we talked about uh, you know next man up type deal when we uh, kind of touched based on it with the. Uh, uh, Rose Bowl game was, you know, hey, next guy up, whoever the next guy, up, you know, is up. Um, yeah. Do you think that now, because, uh, you know, the, the, you know, here in the area, 
this NIL is just getting so much traction right now. Michigan State just signing a deal with, with Caesars. Um, I think yesterday or today, I mean, the, the money's going to be going. And I think some of these players, especially you see your, you know, your fourth option, your third, fourth, fifth option at, at Alabama is, you know, a one or two option they're anywhere five stars. else. Yeah, they're you, yeah. A, a number four or five receiver at, at Alabama is going to be, you know, he's going to be a starter. I mean, look at last year, Xavier Worthy, who was an uh, Alabama recruit. You know, he chose to come to Michigan. Ultimately, he left Michigan, but he he chose to come to Michigan because uh, he was probably going to get buried on that depth chart. So, um, yeah, ha- having that you know talent that deep into their uh, depth chart, and and these guys want to play, and they want to play now. They want to showcase their talents, and and so that's going to open up the door for a lot of big time recruits that wouldn't normally, you know, you, you might see a lot of those guys in the Big Ten. Uh, coming up or whatever, but yeah, I mean, it, you're not going to play. And look at Brian Brian Robinson Jr., the running back for Alabama. Uh, he was the number four running back when Bo Scarborough was there in 2018, and that seems like it was a you know a millennial ago. Hell, Bo Scarborough had a cup of coffee with the Lions here, but um, you don't see too much loyalty anymore in college football. It's if you don't play Alabama. <clears throat> Alabama's tight end, that Billingsley, he's in that transfer portal. Yeah. Well, yeah, Latu's, I, I did see Latu's going to be the, the one moving forward. Hmm. And on but, a, yeah, I mean, it's 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 it, it's it's going to make recruiting really tough. And and one thing that these schools are going to do, one thing Michigan's going to really have to do is, is, is really uh, push for these kids to be marketable and, and – you know, with Michigan, they don't let you use the the block M or anything like that if you want to do if you want to do uh, merchandise. Um, so you know, Michigan might need to look at look at itself and think. You know, am I going to lose this kid to you know another school for the simple fact that that we're not giving them the opportunity to make more money? But it's a different game. It's really tough. Yeah, and, and you know some of the things that we were talking about, uh, you know, pre-show and everything like that is, uh, you know, with the same, you know, we, we can talk about the national championship game a little bit. Um, you know, we were talking about ratings. You know, what 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 do we think the viewership's going to be? Because it's been a pretty consistent four teams being in the national championship. We see. Uh, you know, we'll see Bama, we'll see Clemson, we'll see uh, George has been in there a couple times. Um, you know, and, and our first thought was, was like, you know, what is this? Because we were talking about the expansion of the of the playoff. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we know uh, from posts that we've made this past week uh, about that is, uh, you know, they couldn't come to an agreement. They still had the 2025 to make an agreement or uh, if they are going to go down that road of the expansion. Um you know, I think everybody, we were talking about it being watered down because it was the same uh, cast of characters, same old teams uh, yeah. in there. Uh, it really uh, the only, and I hate to say it, Drew, but the only really year in the you know in the last probably four years that there's been a national championship game that where either you know Alabama's been featured or Clemson or like that. There's only been one year where it's been under 20 million. Uh, it, it was the Bama Ohio State year, 
that that's when it fell below you know 20 million yeah. views um well i mean yeah i could see that i mean we had a great year in that covid shortened season but yeah that that game got out of hand rather quickly well, i remember and- that game How much of that is uh, people just assumed Ohio State was going to get, you know, frog stomped by Alabama. Blown out. This this year, I mean, look at the way that the line was moving in Vegas. It was, you know, it started out, it started out like seven for Alabama and then it went to about three. And, you know, the day of the game, you know, Georgia's favored. So I think for that reason, um, the, the the competitive aspect of it, I think people were yeah. love them or hate them. I think they knew they were going to get a really, really strong competitive game and and worth really worth good their game. time watching. So, well, and the that, numbers, what was it, twenty two million? Wasn't that the number for this year's yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it, well, it's it's been hovered around like anywhere between like high, like high twenty two, uh, and as low was like eighteen point seven. So, you know, and that's, I mean, but that was one of our concerns was, is because, uh, you know, in our discussions about uh, the expansion, some are for the expansion, some are against the expansion. Uh, me personally, I, I'm more for the, the expansion, but I want it Definitely. to be to where just the, just the national championship game is played at the uh, neutral site mm-hmm. and the other ones are yeah. played at whoever's the highest seed. And I right. think there's a lot of people that are in the viewer comments uh, for this year, this week and the previous weeks that we talked about it, they're kind of in agreements like, hey, look, you know what? It, believe it or not, it's going to be a, a, a revenue generator for, for both schools. Yeah. Uh, you know, just but the, but the way they have to have the wording um, of, you know, uh, OK, Michigan, say Michigan, uh, Michigan, you know, is first overall and they play, uh, you know, a number four seed. Okay. Well, it needs to be written in that. Okay. The playoffs are going to be the top six or, you know, the top six teams or however they're going to do it. There's got to be yeah. some type of revenue sharing between each school, because obviously this team's playing and, uh, you know, another game and you got to kind of treat it almost as if it's a non-conference game. Like yeah, you can, um, you, you can know. look at like the TV ratings and the ad gets yeah. for the game, you know, you mm-hmm. split that right down the middle and, and yeah, there's, I think... there's ways they can figure that out. That, that shouldn't be a, uh, I, a hard I've always, proposition. I've always said, I mean, I know they got the NFL playoffs. I mean, well, no, no, you really wouldn't. Um, no, move it to no, a, because what you would do a, is right, right after the championship games, you just roll right into that playoff. No, no week, no, it. no three, four weeks off. Mm-hmm. You just hop. No, right move it. it. Move the the national championship game. Put it on a Saturday. Saturday. Could you? Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, like. Monday at eight o'clock. I mean, I was I fell asleep halfway through the second quarter. Well, basically, I mean, it was a boring game up to that point. Let's be honest. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Drew is they're gonna have they're always gonna have it on a Monday. And the reason why they're gonna have it on a Monday is because if it's a destination, they want people yeah. to go and spend money. They want them to spend to go out. You know, those hotels. Those hotels are probably three night minimums at however much it is so i mean they're they're doing it because you know they're generating revenue just not for the the schools that are partaking but also the areas that are hosting so yeah yeah. well in that those hotels are probably booked out months in advance well 
not months in advance, I don't think, but they probably sell out quick. No, but I get right. it, but like it's just it's like I mean, if you're a West Coast person, obviously you don't mind the game starting at five. But the game the game I mean, didn't end till it shit, it was I think it was you know, a little after midnight and you know, that's yeah, tough. See. That, that's tough for people that gotta get up for work in the morning and yeah, those ex- darn West Coast people, they always they get the better end of the shaft. So so let's so let so let's talk about since since we're talking about this, and it's gonna be kind of funny, but how the hell did they allow that gentleman to get on national television the day the morning <laughs> after the Stop. national championship game? He wasn't tired, folks. He was no, he was hammered. not. He was no. hammered. He wasn't tired. He, he was, was on hammered. what? He was on what? Good, Good morning, morning America. America. Good morning, America. They're like, oh, you must be tired. He's like, yeah. No, he's, he's like, like, I know those eyes. I've had them. I know those eyes. And it took him about, you know, a good five seconds for him to process what the question was. And, uh, yeah. you know, luckily well, I mean, you it could, was. It you could play through uh, delay with your earphones and stuff like that. But yeah, just look at his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's but just another, like, another oh, thing about the game. Did you, did you catch? They gave the wrong hats to the Alabama national. They automatically assumed that Alabama was going to win. I mean, just the Georgia players on the Bama hat. They wanted hats, and that's that's what they do. They always bring out the hats, and and yeah, uh, who would you know? They're pre-made, and and they brought the wrong ones out. That's hilarious. If if I was Stenson Bennett, the last thing I'm going to do because. A, um, you went through a tiring game. B, he probably got no sleep. C, he was probably trashed. I mean, he was probably still drunk. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get on. Everybody's yeah, still drunk. Let's just get on national television and try to do an interview. Like, no. Yeah, yeah no. It's, it. a, it's a Stetson Bennett where, you know, the, his story's a feel-good story, but you don't, right. you, don't, you don't talk about that the very next day. Hey, how about maybe – the next night when he's had a chance to, you know, a well, sober like, up and get some sleep and yeah, give him a couple days. Yeah. But it is a good story. You know, it's a, say what you will about oh, it's a hell of a story. You know, going to, going to Georgia and then, you know, going, ended up leaving and going to Juco and working his way back in and yeah, you know, and he, well, and he showed it on the sidelines after, you know, they knew the game was over and you know, the emotions got the best, no, best of was, them. And, oh yeah. And that's that's the beauty of college college football. I mean, there's there's so many stories where the road you just don't know how far they've traveled. And this kid, you know, when he was three years old, he told his dad he wanted to be a quarterback for for Georgia. So that you know that's a good story. And and but well, don't don't talk it, to the kid the next day. That that, that that's not no. Fair. Give him like yeah, no. Give him a week, like a, give like him a week at least. I mean, give yeah. him like a, a few days because I mean, his phone was probably blowing up with, hey, congrats, good job. Like, <laughs> that kid probably yeah. had no time to breathe, like, at all. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. he, he had time to drink, I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, you expect that. Oh, yeah, sure. you just won the national championship. That's what you do. Could only, yeah. Could only imagine what Athens was like. Oh, I bet it was crazy. So, <laughs> Moving on. So 
the Lions wrapped up the regular season. They finished the season 3-13-1, which um, going into the season, I, my expectations were a little bit higher. Uh, yeah. But but given that right off the rip, they they lost quite a bit of momentum players um, that they were kind of piecemealing a, a, a roster together. And uh, I, I think – one of the key things that I think we can all agree on that they, they played, I mean, they played every game and they played well, 60 yeah. minutes and they were tough. Well, look how many they last, were, last second losses. They were the I best mean, if, three and 13 team you've ever seen. I'll, I'll give you that. They're, if Justin Tucker, if he misses that field goal, that's a win. If, I mean, you know, even and, in, uh, even in um, Joseph in, in Minnesota getting the kick. But, you know, you look yeah. at the Jets, you look at the Giants and, 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 you know, <laughs> even, even the Panthers. And, and I, I think the Lions could compare to some of those teams and, and they definitely, they fought, you know, and coming, coming oh, yeah. into this season, you had MCDC talking about biting kneecaps. I, I, I think once halfway the season got there, I think, a lot of those players took on that mentality that they were really going to, you know, you know, they didn't have much of a chance to win, but they were going to give it their, their all. Well, you gotta, you gotta lay a foundation as a coach, you know, you gotta come in and kind of set, set the, set the, you know, I guess the ground rules and you got to get your players to buy in. Well, it, it seemed, it, it seemed almost once, um, Campbell took the play calling away from Anthony Lynn. It almost seemed like the the, the tone of the team changed. Um, yeah. Was Anthony Lynn a problem? You know, they let him go, you know, as soon as they could. And, and, and Campbell admitted as much to say that we just, we didn't gel. And, and right. you know, being a, a former head coach, you coming in and you're, you know, you're kind of the second guy. A lot of guys have a hard time dealing with that. And and I think Campbell probably was like, this is my show, you, you know, and it's going to, you're going to run it the way I want you to run it. And, right. And, and the team did seem a little bit flat while, while he was in charge. And, and that, that changed right. a little bit once, once he took over the play calling. Well, I liked the offense on Sunday. I mean, I was at that game and, the all the trick plays and that one touchdown pass that they had, the I guess the what, what the double reverse pass and yeah, I mean it, it was it was cool to see him open it up a little bit. You know, it was well, cool though. You, you I mean, even though Oops. in a game in a game that meant nothing, and essentially right, let's face right. it, Green Bay may or may not have been trying, but still, I mean, I think for the first time in God knows how long, the, there's slight optimism about the Lions next year? I'm not going to say there's full, but there's slight optimism. They're, I mean, they're they're schedule they're something. Their, ske their schedule next year is very favorable, and oh, yeah. also, uh, Dave Burkett said, don't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. I mean, well, I don't know if just, they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, everything... But you, you got you to compete, weighs, though. Everything weighs on what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I no. mean the N the NFC no. North, the NFC North, until Rodgers is gone, will always be Green Bay. 
if if Rodgers goes, which I believe he will be, but I think it, it's even, a toss up. Even even if Rodgers leaves, I think the the division is still Green Bay's because you've won it three years in a row. You're going to lose Rodgers. You're going to lose Devontae. Uh, I mean, and, and to me, yeah. the, the front runner goes to Minnesota. If, if Rodgers goes, Minnesota probably has the best team. No, because you got to look for a head coach and a GM. Chicago, you yeah. know, is a dumpster fire right now. So, I mean, the Lions, I mean, God, just, just be freaking, just be competitive. I mean, win seven, eight, nine games, please. I mean, I don't care if you miss the playoffs. Or, I mean, I want you and to make and, but... and with that schedule, Drew, it, it, it very well could happen as long as, as it's all contingent on how they how they do through the draft and how, right. they, how they tackle free agency. I saw some numbers thrown around today. If they wait till after June June 1st to get rid of Trey Flowers, it opens up $17 million, million or yeah. something like that. Yeah, some crazy amount of money. But, you know, so, you know, moving forward, so the draft, okay, so they're going to be doing their reviews on the draft. They're going to look at, the, you know, obviously the combine. Uh, they're also going to the senior bowl and start, you know, scouting yeah. that, going that route. And they're, um, they're going to be on the – they're on the, the coaching staff for the senior yeah. bowl. The line yeah, so they'll be, able to see, they'll be able to see, you know, firsthand characters, some of these guys. Uh, Drew, uh, second pick overall – um, uh, where where do you think the Lions are going to go target? I mean, what Jacksonville's one? I don't know what Jacksonville needs, but I would assume they would take Hutch. Um, I think if if I mean Thibodeau and Hutch could flip, but I, I think if Hutch is there, go get him. Um, because you need. Your offensive line is set. Our wide receivers, I mean, you can tolerate them. Goff, roll with him for another year. You seem to have a kicker. You need a you need a defensive, like a like a like a, a pass rusher on the D line. Someone to get after the quarterback. You know, so if Hutch is there, take him. But if he's not there, take Thibodeau. You know. Both are great. Yeah. I it's like one, both. one and one A. I, I don't think there's much of a drop off. Okay. You you might you might get a little bit more athleticism with Kayvon Thibodeau. I I mean, I, I was unimpressed the way he looked in the uh, the Pac-12 championship right. game, but you know that's that's one game, and he, you know up to that point he was pretty consistent, and he did have some injuries. Uh, and if you want, this if season. you want to. If you want a kid or a guy who's just going to compete and bring it every day, I mean, get Hutchinson if he's there at two. So speaking I mean, of Thibodeau, least. he's going to be, uh, you know, for those people who are watching or who are going to watch, uh, January 30th, he's going to be in Detroit. He's going to be uh, signing some uh, some memorabilia at one of the local uh, establishments, Pro Sports Zone. So uh, – I know I'm going to be there. I I think we've pretty much air, uh, ironed it down that all three of us will be there for that day. Yeah, that'll be cool to see. That's a that's a pretty pretty nice get from Mister Johnny. You hey so hey, hey so this is what we have to do. So collectively as a group between the four of us that are going, obviously the fourth guy is not on right now. But between the four of us going, we all need to get mini helmets, and then we need to get two of them that say first overall draft pick. 
And then yeah. you get another one that says second overall draft pick. <laughs> I mean, we're taking a 50-50 shot on whether or not, you know, one of us I is going to make some money on it. But I actually he have might be the Oregon. third. I actually well, have an yeah. Oregon mini helmet. I think so uh, go. I, I if Might Jacksonville's smart, if Jacksonville's smart, they go get that offensive lineman from Alabama, the left tackle. They got up. They have to protect Trevor Lawrence. That that would be the smart pick for Jacksonville, um, but of course, all the all the talking heads um, have Jacksonville taking Hutchinson. So. Well, really, uh, well, you know, realistically, it all depends on uh, who ends up landing in Jacksonville. Uh, if you looked at uh, today, uh, Byron Leftwich, his odds got better to land that job. Bill O'Brien, I think, that, is that, going to that makes sense. It. Yeah, I if so. I'm an if I'm a, a GM, if I'm a, I wouldn't want anything to do with Bill O'Brien. Did you He's see this off. little tirade uh, leaving the leaving the game the other night? He was walking into the tunnel and. The fans were yelling, you suck. He turned around and ran out, you suck, motherfucker. And he was just like, he's, he's, from everything <laughs> I've heard case. about him, he's, he's a, he wants total control and he probably hey, listen, shouldn't hey, have hey, it. Hey, 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 listen, listen. If you were leaving work one day and somebody's yelling at you, hey, you fucking suck, asshole, you'd probably I, say I, the I same thing. I used to get that back. all the time. I used to you, get that but, all the time, too. Back but, hey, that's what hey, 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 but you would snap, too. So, come on, cut him some slack here. Well, there's you a know. difference Bill between O'Brien, Bill O'Brien's been a journeyman. You know, he was at Penn State, and then he was, on, and then he was what, coaching the Texans. He was and in, he was he at was Alabama. With, he was part of Belichick's coaching tree, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so talks. but left which makes sense for Jacksonville. He was drafted there. He played there. He had you know quite a few nice good seasons there. And he's yeah. young. He understands today's game. Um, he was a mobile-ish kind of a quarterback, uh, which uh, Trevor Lawrence is that is. type of quarterback. And so I it, to me it just makes sense. I mean, Jacksonville needs some good publicity. And bringing back the kid <laughs> they drafted, it only makes sense to, to be their yeah. head coach, who's proven himself in Tampa Bay. He's got a Super Bowl under his belt, you know, and, he, and he's learned for the last two years under the greatest quarterback, you know, that's ever played the game with Tom Brady. So right. It, it makes every sense in the world to, to bring him speaking in. Of, speaking of Houston, they fired their coach today, too. Yeah, that's yeah. where Flores will end up. Yeah, that's After just North, one yeah. season. Yeah. So since we're talking about Leftwich, let's get into the super wild card weekend we got coming up. Super here. wild card weekend. So I, I, you know, uh, we can sit here and you know pretty much go through and say, uh, yeah, they're gonna win, they're gonna win, they're gonna win, they're gonna win. Uh, we do have some interesting games coming up, though. We, I mean, definitely, um, there's some games that you can be like, all right, it could probably be a slam dunk for this team to win or this team to lose. But I, I think the probably the game I'm really looking forward to is Buffalo and New England. I think that's probably one of my games that you uh, see the weather the for that game. It, it's it's just, just, I was just going to bring that up. The weather is going to be terrible. Last time they played yeah. together in, in te- last time they played in terrible weather. The last time they played in terrible weather. Uh, three passes. New England, New, New England uh, tried to pass the ball three times. Three times. It's supposed to be. And, and, well, I think it's, it's a night game, 
and it's supposed to be like five degrees. Yeah. So I mean, uh, God bless Saturday those night. fans. Yeah. Let's see what the uh, the weather forecast says. If, if I can pull it up. I actually um I made my pick. Four degrees. Four degrees. Yeah. Four degrees. Um. So yeah. So we got so we got Buffalo New England. We got that game. Uh, we got potentially Big Ben's last game in the NFL when you got Pittsburgh lining up against Kansas City. Uh, so, San Francisco and Dallas. To me, that's the game of the weekend. That, San Francisco, I, Dallas. I, I'm looking forward to that game. I First think Dallas off, walks all over him. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. I just think Dallas is like sneaky hot right now and they're at home. I mean, and I they're ready. They're due, they're due for a hiccup. They're very inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, I think San Francisco is hot coming into this game. Um, and Garoppolo's got a huge chip on his shoulder. They've got lots of weapons. Their defense is probably their strong suit that doesn't get enough enough uh, talk. Um, so I yeah, and I agree with JP. I think I think if 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 San Francisco can get out of this game healthy, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. They they can march uh, to the NFC Championship game. Uh, I, I think they're rolling right now, and and I I trust. I, and just look what they did going into that game last week. And they, I don't know. I, I, I like the hot team coming in, and I think it's San Francisco. All right, so let's go through here. So so let, let's go through here, and, and uh, you know, since I think the only person that's, well, nobody put it on the on the Google Doc what their picks are going to be. Like I said. I got them in front of me. Like I said, pick the bracket. Ain't nobody stealing your picks. So let's, let's let's just let's go down the line here. I don't need a big explanation of why you think that it is or whatever. But if you got to say, if if you got something to say that's going to be an advantage from one team over the next, go ahead and say it. Or who's going to be the game? Who's going to be the game thing? So we'll start off with Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Philadelphia, in my personal opinion, is on an absolute tear right now. I think they're playing well. They they rested their starters last week. I don't know if that's going to hinder them or if it was going to help them, but they're also playing Tampa Bay and Tampa. We all know Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is uh, is led by the goat, as everybody calls him, Thomas Brady. Brady. Thomas Brady. So, you know, you got that. Um, is the, the absence of Antonio Brown going to uh, affect their gameplay? No, I don't think it's going to be that. I, they still have plenty no, of people it's that, better could, that they got rid of them. If people they could distribute the ball around to. So in this pick, my personal opinion, I'm going to take Tampa Bay on that. Yeah, Tom? and I I agree. I agree. Um, I think experience is going to come into play with this game big time, specifically you know at the quarterback position. But if there was an injury on Tampa Bay side that that probably is more or a, a receiver that's not there that's more uh, of a negative impact. It's Chris Godwin. You know, he's not there. So, But I think yeah. uh, when Gronk and, and Brady in the playoffs, I don't know uh, yeah. if Jalen Hurts uh, is going to be able to really uh, carry that team. Uh, Match them, yeah. The inexperience in the playoffs, uh, they're playing in Tampa Bay. The, the, the crowd's going to be raucous. So I, I just experience uh, overcomes Tampa Bay wins the game. Drew, what you got? Well, 
I'm gonna go with the go with the flow. I'm gonna pick Tampa. Um, Jalen Hurts, great quarterback, but like Tom said, give me Brady, give me Gronk in the playoffs and the games in Tampa. So I don't really see Tampa Bay struggling too much. I just think that'll be a pretty easy win for them. All right, some- sounds good. All right, next game we're going to talk about is Buffalo, New England. Drew, what's your key to the game? Who you got taking? Who you got taking it? Buffalo, New England. I got, I got Buffalo winning. Um, that's I just I, Buffalo has been up and down so much this year. Um, Mac Jones, I, I love Mac Jones. I think he's going to be a hell of a quarterback. I think he's one of the future. I think he's a. He'll be like one of the future quarterbacks, uh, you know, later on. And um, I just like Buffalo at home. I just think Josh Allen and that offense, I think they get rolling. So I think Josh Allen is the difference maker and give me Buffalo at home. To me, to me, the key of the game is who protects the ball the best. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones has, has had a tendency to uh, cough it up the last couple of weeks. Uh, and Josh Allen is no stranger to, to throwing picks. He's he's right. kind of like uh, uh, this this generation's Brett Favre. You know, kind of a gunslinger. Uh, he's his arm strength allows him to make a lot of throws that most quarterbacks just can't do. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, Buffalo at home, that crowd. Here we go again. Uh, Bills mafia. mafia. Nothing, nothing to mess. Nothing to mess with. Um, no. I, I think that uh, they don't care about they, cold weather. No, I think I think well, neither does New England, but Buffalo no. might have a little bit more talent um, offensively. I think defensively, they're very evenly matched. So uh, I see a low-scoring game, maybe like a twenty-four to twenty-one. Uh, yeah, but again, be... it comes it comes down to who protects the ball. I think Buffalo can do that. Home game, give me the Bills uh, by three. Bills, all right. Is it supposed to be windy in that game? It, it, I don't think so. I thought I heard earlier, yeah, but I don't know that it didn't show it here. On, on the, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against you, Yahoos. <laughs> and I'm gonna take and I'm gonna take New England, and this is why I'm gonna take New England. Bill Belichick. That's, oh, that's true. Say. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take New England and call it that. All right, next game, we got the Steelers oh. and the Chefs. Tom, who you got? Uh, it's a feel-good story for Big Ben. You know, his career's extended an extra day, uh, but that's it. Uh, I think he gets uh, absolutely pistol-whipped by, by Kansas City. Uh the game's out of hand early. Kansas City's got – they've got a, a lot to prove. You know, they had they started the season really slow, uh, and they've come on. I, I think this offense is really going to open up. Uh, and I, I see a big win, like 41-17-ish uh, yeah. Kansas City. Um, and, and it'll be the – this is the last playoff run with uh, – the OC in Kansas City, so I think uh, he'll he's going to be getting a job here. Who, Bianami? Eric Bianami, yeah. If if a yeah. team's smart, if a team's smart. Okay, Drew, what do you got? 
Kansas City, big. I mean, I, I, Big Ben's been a hell of a quarterback his whole career. He can't throw the ball. Kansas City knows it. Um, A.K.A. Pittsburgh's going to rely on running the ball. Patrick Mahomes goes out, throws well. Travis Kelsey. If 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 the game is close by halftime, I'll be shocked. Like Tom said, I think this game gets out of hand and out of hand early. Especially yeah, Kansas City at home. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that. I think Kansas City is gonna t- take this one out. As much as I'd like to see, as much as I'd like to see Roethlisberger come out and uh, you know extend another week. Um, uh, you know, cement his. I mean, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but cement his legacy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, Most I just, I, I just, I, I, you know, and it's not, it's not just that Ben is gonna lose the game. I just don't think that the Steelers have enough, um, uh, enough yeah. tricks in their bag in order to, to take them down. So there, uh, give there me Kansas talk, City on that one. There is talks that Juju Smith might be uh, healthy enough to play. Uh, that that could give Pittsburgh a little kick, but I don't think it's enough. Yeah. No. All right, we got our next game, San Francisco and Dallas. Tom already said he's taking Dallas. So, Drew, what do you got? And this is the one game where I've kind of gone back and forth because San Francisco is hot, but so is Dallas. The game's in Dallas. But I hate – I've always – Dallas has been one of those fans, like just one of those teams for whatever reason I can't stand. Um, So give me give me Jimmy G and the boys. Ooh. He switched. I just – He switched. I, I mean, it's just I've, – I've gone back and forth. Dallas is always good for a good hiccup, especially in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. I just Tony, Tony Romo about that. If 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 there's gonna be an look at true flip look at true flip flopping. I see. I don't know, but I just think if there's gonna be an upset this weekend, this will be the game. Because yeah. I don't I don't really see any other games this weekend where there could be an upset really. So yeah, I don't know. Give me San Francisco. All right, Tommy. We already, know, we already know your reasoning behind. You've already you've already cemented the reason why you wanted San Francisco. So you don't need to. I already put you down for that. So the next game on the board that I got here is the Raiders, the Bengals. Tommy, who you got? I tell you what. I mean, you're looking at two ten and seven teams. Uh, both great quarterbacks. Uh, offensively, you're calling you're calling Derek Carr a great quarterback. I, 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 I don't maybe not great, but he's a solid quarterback. He um, it's a solid he's definitely option. he's definitely he's a, a ser- great leader. He's a serviceable quarterback. I think he's a little better than serviceable, but he's you know he's kept them in games. Um, I I think Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase might go down when it's all said and done, is one of the best to ever play combinations. Uh, they have a, a connection. Joe Burrow and uh, oh, Jamar okay. Chase. All right. Uh, You're cutting out, so that's why I oh, had to find I apologize. Uh, Burrow and him are very comfortable, and he kind of knows where he's at at all times. Um, Cincinnati, it, it, all year, they, they were consistent for the most part. Solid defense. This game's a home game. And I think that yeah. matters in the NFL. Um, 
And people forget about Joe Mixon. They've got a great running game. So um, this game stays close, I think, three quarters. But for the most part, uh, for the most part, uh, uh, who day going to come out in the the long run? I I think uh, Cincinnati pulls it out 27-20. Late, late touchdown. Burrows uh, 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 to Jamar Chase. To win the game late. The, the hell is that? This is the that, second week in a row. This guy's chimed in with that. What, what's he Russian. watching on YouTube? I, yeah, it's yeah, it's Russian. Borsk, you the Borsk. Got the Borsk. You did the Borsk. I'll figure that out. Uh, so yeah, in that in that game uh, between the Raiders and the Bengals, um, I mean, there's, I mean. You know, this is the first time I think ever in NFL history where a coach has been let go and during the season and the team has made the playoffs. Yep. So that I mean, that's that's Ricky, something to Ricky. show for. And, you know, and realistically, we're not going to get deep involved in in the whole uh, John Gruden thing or anything like that because that's just. I mean, it's, I, I think it's, it's just absolute. I think it's an absolute smear job. But uh, you know, with that, with that, with that. I think that that shows you the team that he built. You know, he was in the – everybody gave him shit. He, he unloaded all these picks, you know, yeah. got rid of Khalil Mack. You know, or he got rid of Khalil Mack. He was just getting rid of guys, but he was bringing guys in. He was doing this. Um, I, it's very, you know, unfortunate that, you know, Ruggs had his incident this year. Uh, I thought for sure that was definitely going to take them down a couple notches because I, he was a – a very promising wide receiver. Uh, they were, they were, they were pretty confident in building around. Um, but with that being said, the last couple of weeks, uh, there's nothing been hotter than Joe Burrow. Uh, I, it, you know, it, like, I'm not going to go and mimic exactly what you said, but I, the, there's a, there's chemistry between uh, Burrow and, and Jamar Chase that um, you don't really see very often. Um, especially in the NFL, and they, the only other and the only caught, other teams that have that right now is uh, uh, the Raiders, or not the Raiders, but the Rams with you know Stafford and Cooper Cup Cooper and stuff Cup. like that. So I mean, you got that. I just think that's uh, I, I think they got a special tandem. But however, th- they still need to play sixty minutes to win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. In my no. in my person, it's not going to be a walk in the park, but it's not going to be. Uh, a three-point game, whatever. It's not going to be a, a, a you know last-second field goal or like that. Um, in my eyes, you know, I still think they probably win by maybe ten. Uh, but I'm going to take Cincinnati in this game. You know, to, to hit on uh, the, the Raiders for one second, how much you know? It, it seemed like that team took off once Gruden was gone. So was he kind of a distraction? Know, a distraction with the team? Who knows? I think. Bisacci, Bisacci, I think he's done a great job, and unfortunately he probably won't get the head coaching job. But um, And then back to the Bengals, they got so much shit in the, in the draft for taking Jamar Chase, and boy, did they shut up the, 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 the talking heads on that one. That was, that was right. probably the best pick of the draft. But. All right, Drew. My, I got the Bengals. Bengals? Give me the ba- – I, yeah. I think – I think Joe Burrow has a huge day, huge day. 
I mean, I don't know why. I just think he goes out there, throws for about four or five touchdowns in the Bengals. I mean, I think the Raiders keep it close, but I don't know. I just like Joe Burrow is hot, and I don't know. I just see him having a big day. Big can they day. stop? Can they stop Crosby? You know, the 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 edge rusher for Oakland. If Cincinnati can do that, yeah, that it they'll be yeah. successful. Give me the boys right. from Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, so we got here one we more go. Monday night. We got Kelly Stafford and the Rams versus Kyler Murray in Arizona. Cooper, two girls, one cup. <laughs> so I'm going to start off first with this. Uh, as much as. Um, as much as I mean, I'm not trying. I'm not going to fanboy or like that. I mean, granted, it's kind of hard for me to sit there and say I want the Rams to win because Stafford. I, I do believe Stafford deserves to have success. However, I don't want him to have success this year because I want a better draft pick in the first round. You know. <laughs> However, I'm going to set that aside, and we're going to go based on what it is. Stafford can game manage and protect the ball. Protecting the ball. Not, I'm not talking about fumbles. I'm talking about his interception problem he's had the last couple weeks. Especially yeah, his good. pick six problems. I think if he can if he can keep that under control, throw a throw a clean game, complete game, and not have any uh any hiccups. Um Aaron Donald, uh hopefully. Uh, they're going to need Aaron Donald in that front in that front line more than anything because their secondary absolutely got wiped out last week. They're signing guys that were watching the game in the local establishment drinking a, a, a Hennessy and a Cavassier. Weddle hasn't played since 2019. I know. So, uh, so, but you know what? I think he'll he'll slot in. He'll be okay. He won't. I mean, he's probably way out of shape, but I bet you he'd go in there. And help them a little bit because I don't think the defense has became uh, too much different than what he's been used no. to. But um, but then again, they need to contain Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is a threat not only with his arm, but he's also a threat with his legs. So that's why it's very important for them to get pressure uh, and keep him unbalanced. Um, I do see the Rams winning this game, but it's going to be by a very slim margin. So give me the Rams. Go ahead, Drew. Well, I'm wearing his jersey. Give me the Rams. Um, Stafford, Cooper Cup. Um, Rich, you hit on the interceptions. He has what eight? Stafford has what eight interceptions in the last four games? Yeah. Or, and um, but I think if if you're the Rams, you went out. You got Von Miller. You got OBJ. You have probably the best receiver in the league in Cooper Cup. I just think, and you're at home. So if you don't win, if you don't win now, then I mean, you you you're stocked up to make a Super Bowl run. The Super Bowl is in your home stadium, um, and they geared up for the Super Bowl run. So now it's time to go on and don't try to go win. A, don't try and go win sell a your tickets to Cardinal fans. <laughs> That's what Kelly Stafford. No, so I got. Do. Don't sell them. <laughs> I got the Rams. 
All right. Tommy, who you got? Well, this game begins and ends with Kyler Murray. Um, he's looked a little rough the last few weeks. And in and, and, and general, the team has looked rough. Uh, so you have a coach in uh, Kingsbury who's, say what you will, he's probably playing for his job at this point. Um, they've been a very streaky team. They've won a few. They've lost a few. They were probably the hottest team in the first nine weeks of the season. Um, so uh, they can get Kyler Murray going. Um, the Rams secondary is it, it, it outside of Jalen Ramsey, who's the biggest asshole in the NFL. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're no good. Um, so I, in this game, I see Kyler Murray using his legs a lot. He's going. I mean, he's going to have to because Donald's going to be on him uh, most of the game. Um, yeah. Can will they be able to? Will the Rams be able to take a guy and spy on him? I'm not sure. Um, I like the fact that having that ability, uh, Kyler, uh, the escapability, which creates a lot of plays downfield. Um, uh, and on the flip side, I don't trust Stafford. And I'm not saying that because I'm not a homer, uh, but he's he's. I don't think he's the answer. And even going into this year, I didn't think he was the answer in LA. And and if not for that defense, they're, they're they barely make the playoffs. But um, comes down to trust. Who makes more mistakes right now? It, it it's it's been the Rams. It's been Stafford. Kyler Murray's gonna, you know, waddle his way around in the, in that field. I like Arizona to come up with a big upset in this game. Boo. I, it, home field advantage doesn't mean anything in L.A., and it proved it when there it was like 60% 49er fans there last week. And uh, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like Kyler Murray's going to come out and, and and do his thing, and, and they won't be able to stop him. Uh, and when they play to, for him to run, he's going to throw the ball downfield. I, I like it. I like Cardinals because – why not? All right, so, 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 what are we putting on it? You want to score? No, no. I'm, we we gonna we gonna gentlemen's bet this this week or what? What for the overall? The overall yeah, record? We, yeah, what are we gonna do? Hmm. We can work that out. Yeah, yeah, we'll work it out. Maybe dinner. We'll do dinner. We'll the uh, old. Uh, we'll t- I'll I'll send out a list of the uh, I'll I'll send out the the breakdown. I got it all written down. So I take you to go nice. get a, a well, you know we'll go to Suzanne's Bar and Grill and get a nice uh, uh, good hamburger. You know because you know yeah, as long food. as <laughs> as long as Drew has an extra bandana for my uh, for my head, I'd be uh, I'd, I'd probably fit right in. I tell you what, I if, you, I... if you win, Rich, I'll take you to Suzanne's Bar and Grill. And then we'll come over to um, uh, the Turd Monk, and I'll, I'll buy you a beer. I, I, you know what? <laughs> Good night I'll, out. I'll take that. I'll take that. Good night out. <laughs> so, so it's going to be an exciting weekend, that's for sure. Um, you know, next week, uh, you know, once now that we really don't have much college football to talk about, uh, you know, really uh, for next week, we got to see, um, we got to see the status of uh, Jim. Jim Harbaugh, we got to see what uh, you know what he plans on doing. Uh, all speculation is he's coming. Coach. Yeah, all speculation is he is coming back to the University of Michigan. Um, 
you know, it, so it's definitely going to be interesting in the next couple of weeks to see who lands where. Um, you probably start seeing some coaches being uh, announced at some of these vacancies that have come up. Uh, you know, the only guys that you're probably not going to see uh, move, um, uh, me obviously. I don't think – I think uh, I think after this season, um, the, the Chiefs were not very hot uh, per se. Uh, I think that he might have lost a little bit of stock, um, but it's all going to be a wait and see what Leftwich does in, uh, you know, in Tampa where he ends up landing. Um, I yeah. do see, I do see, um, I, uh, I see Jacksonville and I see uh, Tennessee, uh, not Tennessee, uh, the Texans be very active in the interviewing process of uh, of folks. So uh, the, the, the Bears should the be Bears have a, the, the Bears are loaded up uh for their interviews there's i think they got like 10 guys that they're lined up same with denver f the bears okay denver, that's yeah. all i gotta say yeah mm-hmm. all right so on that note uh that's about all we got for this evening uh so we will try to pick up to, uh, again uh uh one day next week uh thursday wednesday <laughs> thursday we'll figure it out pick a day anyway mm-hmm. but uh Anyway, on that note, everybody, I want you guys to be safe. I want you to be well, and uh, we'll catch you next week. We'll see you. Later. Bye.